0: Jack Griffin created a nonprofit and a website to help people find food when he was just 16 years old. I'm your host Devin Thorpe, and welcome to the Your Mark on the World show. Today, uh, we're recording this episode for Forbes, where I'm a Forbes contributor covering social entrepreneurship and impact
1: investing. Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another change maker with champion of social good Devin D. Thorpe.
0: Jack, welcome to the show. We're thrilled to have you.
2: Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Devin.
0: It's it's exciting to learn more about what you're doing. You've not only created a website to help people find food, but you've also created an app as well. Uh, Let's start at the beginning. What motivated you to create this service?
2: Yeah, so it all started really in 2013 when I was watching a news story uh, that was profiling two kids who were living out of a truck in Florida, and they were living out of this truck because medical bills for their late mother uh, cost them and their family everything. So what this story really did was see how, you know, there are so many kids across the nation that are, you know, getting ready for school in the bathrooms of libraries and gas stations, and at the time, when I was just a student in high school, I had to face none of the day-to-day struggles that these kids had to. Uh, So when I tried to learn more about the issue um, of childhood hunger and childhood poverty around where I lived, around where I went to school, I realized that it's so prevalent and yet still so hard to see if you're not directly impacted by it. Uh, So once I really got a sense of how massive the problem was of, you know, a school in a, you know, in a well-off area having 3,000 kids and a 1,000 of them are still on free-introduced lunch. Uh, that's really what got me started in wanting to find a better way to help all these kids who were my classmates who faced these struggles.
0: It really is uh, a big problem. One of the key problems that you identified is that it is sometimes hard for people to find access to the free food that's available to them. How did you determine that was a problem?
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, so it was, you know, doing my own research um, just uh, because if you think about yourself, if you're looking for like I was initially a place to volunteer at or a place to donate to, or more importantly, what if you're actually one of these kids or one of these families who needed assistance, like you needed to know where to get food that night or that weekend, if you just try to either A, you know, do a simple online search, like where do you even start? Uh, what do you even know to type in? Um, and oftentimes the things that you do find are either, you know, sort of piecemeal information or might be inaccurate or outdated. Uh, or, you know, the other option is you can ask an adult for help, frankly, especially if you're, you know, elementary, middle, or high schooler, you know, asking a teacher, a counselor, things like that. But at the same time, that's so hard and such a massive obstacle to overcome because it's so difficult to reveal your circumstances to someone like that because it's such, you know, the stigma around being in need of assistance and being in these dire circumstances is so real and something that's still, you know, we have a lot of work left to be done with making sure that people know that it's okay to just ask for help. So
0: how did your initial website work
2: yeah so uh in the spring of 2014 uh the first version of food finder uh food uh at the time was url and it was trying to make it you know as easy as it should be to find uh free food resources places like food pantries churches co-ops shelters um, and the first version worked that you could either type in the name of the school that you, that you went to um, and, you know, we'd have an autofill uh, search bar, to just make it as easy and quick as possible. And then around that school, uh, Google maps type display would show up, you know, the blue pin would be the school that you search for. And, you know, the nearest five or 10 uh, red pins would each be uh, a free food resource that would be uh, near the school.
0: Wow. Uh, What a great resource. And and, uh, did people start using it right away?
2: Yeah, so uh, definitely I've learned a lot more about, you know, awareness building uh, in the last three or four years. Uh, But with especially the education um, sector and, you know, using schools as a really great, uh, pretty much the primary channel through which we can not only reach uh, the kids uh, that we want to uh, be using food finder, but it's a place where we can get in touch with like, sort of the first responders to hunger, um, you know, like teachers, counselors, administrators, as I've already uh, said, but luckily, uh, to your question, the traction we got. Uh, right off the bat was really positive um, to where just in the first couple months, especially since given when we released the first version of the website, it was right before school was li- about to let out for the summer. Um, you know, And as you can imagine, uh, summer is the time of the greatest need since kids who aren't on free reduced lunch no longer have access to it. So uh, we definitely uh, sort of hit the ground running, uh, which we were really fortunate to see.
0: So as you were um... – Thinking about that situation, experiencing that, it's starting to work. Was there a particular situation or story that inspired you to sort of keep going and take it to the next level, uh, or was it the cumulative effect?
2: Yeah, so I think um, it wasn't really one specific instance that uh, sort of changed my mind on anything. Uh, I think rather it was, um, since I'm so fortunate because, uh, as I'm sure you've seen with social entrepreneurs, um, people are a lot more uh, sort of quick to uh, luckily support your idea if it does have a really clear social initiative or trying to help uh, this demographic or this many people. So that's been really fortunate, but uh sort of with more traditional entrepreneurship, and this is still true for uh the work that I've seen, that people are uh can be very skeptical of your idea. A lot of times they have to defend a food finder um and sort of do a little bit of educating, like is, you know, do you think an app is really the best way to solve hunger? And it's just about you know talking about you know the stories, the people showing that how a surprising number of, you know, kids and their families do have Uh, smartphones or access to one Um, so I think as I've sort of gone through that sort of conditioning um, and luckily having a lot more positive meetings it's only sort of driven me further to want to help uh, more kids not only in Georgia but all across the country.
0: As you have now been working on this for a couple of years things have begun to evolve Uh, you've introduced the app uh, how does the app differ from the website, and how have things evolved otherwise?
2: Yeah, so absolutely. The app, uh, which the Food Finder uh, Fighting Hunger app, which went live in the summer of 2016, so just over a year old, um, that version of Food Finder, the app was sort of my you know, initial like sort of grandiose <laughs> vision of how simple and how easy it should be to just to wear You know, with no login needed, we don't need anything from the user at all. Just, you know, open the app on your phone, whether it's a teacher showing uh, a student after school uh, the app on their phone or uh, a student or a parent or family member uh, using the app on their own device. Um, Just opening the app and within uh, just like two or three seconds, you know, it's uh, we're really proud of how clean and how quick it is. Um, Just opening the app and showing that here's where you are. Here are the nearest Free food resources, and here's their information like street address, uh, hours of operation, languages spoken, and things like that. So, um, I'd say the website, um, just which was revamped really recently, uh, has ca- uh, has uh, caught up to the app in its terms of functionality. But uh, we're really proud of you know. So often, it's more about like oh, everything that the app could do, or we could have all these really cool features, but. Uh, more often than not, you know, less is more in these types of situations, especially given you know the really tough um, state of mind that a lot of the people who we want to use Food Finder might be in. So, just making it simpler is in our minds better.
0: What are the use cases you're hearing back about? I realize not everyone, in fact, the most most people who are using the app aren't telling you about their story, but I imagine some do. Some get yeah. a meal through the app, and they go, holy cow, i got to tell Jack, this kid who created this tool, how much I appreciate it. What are the stories you're getting back?
2: Yeah, so it's definitely a wide variety, and you're definitely uh, under the correct assumption that uh, even though we are still trying to offer um, help with the information we provide, it's still the sort of the uh, shame and the stigma barrier is still very real. Uh, but we have been really lucky to uh, hear uh, the end results of food finder so we either have uh some great free food resources like pantries and churches um volunteers telling us like hey we've had people cite food finder as the reason they came in this morning um so that's really awesome to hear uh or at the same time usually a couple times a month we'll either get an email or a phone call uh sometimes with people actually in tears um just uh, whether they are directly impacted by the issue or not saying, you know, this is such great work you're doing. We really appreciate it. You know, we never really had a better alternative than what you guys are doing. And, you know, we don't, we never set out to like, Oh, we're just going to get you know a bunch of shiny awards and accolades, but still um, being able to, and we still may never know the true impact of what we're doing since it is hard to measure the, um, transition from an app usage to actually visiting a food pantry, um, just being uh, having the opportunity to help uh, just even a couple hundred people and let them sleep easier at night, know, uh, letting them know where they can get food, uh, that's something I'm truly thankful for.
0: How many people have downloaded the app and how many people are regularly visiting the website?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we use Google Analytics to uh, track usage of uh, both the platforms. So in a little bit over a year, um, over 1,000 people have downloaded the app. Um, And in a couple years, uh, since the spring of 2014, uh, over 22,000 people have uh, used the Food Fighter website. Uh, And luckily, looking more at how far into the site and app they go, Uh, we measure success as making sure that they go as far as they can, basically ending up at the final screen uh, to where the uh, free food resources, specific details are mentioned. uh, Like uh, as I mentioned, the street address, phone numbers, hours of operation, uh, so that they now know exactly when and where uh, they can get the help that they're looking for.
0: Yeah. Well, There are, uh, as you point out, uh, what are the statistics? There are a lot of hungry people in the United States. Give us a sense of how many people there are, especially kids.
2: Yeah, um, so it is kind of mind-blowing once you dig into it. So uh, looking at uh, the USDA data as well as the uh, Feeding America has a fantastic uh, map, the meal gap um, interactive chart on their website, which is very uh, sort of eye-opening to the problem. But long story short, there are more than 15 million kids uh, across the country that are food insecure. Uh, And food insecure being that they don't have the access to the quantity or quality of food that they need to maintain a healthy lifestyle. Uh, So that's uh, 15 million, I believe, is between one in five and one in six uh, kids in the country, which is still just staggering. Uh, But when you think about it, uh, children alone, uh, you know, not based on ethnicity or any other sort of demographic factor, children are the population that is most likely to be food insecure. And that's really something that me and fortunately so many other people are really passionate, uh, passionate about uh, changing and making sure that we can get more kids fed across the country.
0: So uh, you are a hero to a lot of people. Who do you look up to as a role model?
2: Yeah, so it's actually uh, someone I just met recently. Um, I've only uh, had a couple face-to-face meetings with him, but someone I've met at the University of Michigan uh, where I go to school um, is a guy named Vic Strecker, who is currently the Director of uh, Innovation and Social Entrepreneurship for the School of Public Health uh, up at U of M. And I first met him when he spoke to uh, the freshman in the business school about his life story which is uh, truly just a very humbling one since um he's gone through so much loss having um lost his daughter when she was only 19 i believe and someone who has just gone through so much tragedy but now is helping um his priority is now uh helping people find purpose because you know as a doctor and a scientist himself he's Uh, studied in depth the uh, not only um, purposes, just having a purpose and the positive benefits of that on people's lives, um, but the extent to which people, um, as him being a social entrepreneur himself, um, looking at his life and him going above and beyond. Uh, what anyone could expect of someone in his situation and he's still such a positive influence on so many people you know always smiling and as a social or at least a social entrepreneur who hopes to achieve what he has um, he's someone that I'm really fortunate to have met with and spoken to about food finder and so many other things great
0: you know most 16 year olds don't start nonprofits. Did did you know that
2: <laughs> yeah that's people have told me a bit
0: yeah yeah so uh why on earth did you feel personally responsible to make this happen
2: yeah it was um because i know now i can talk about it a lot more uh still a lot of work to do but still i can talk about it more eloquently now that i could um just in 2013 or 2014 but i saw that where so many, you know, there's thousands, tens of thousands really of these free food resources that are listed on food finder, but there are so many resources that are offering this help. They have so many, you know, millions and millions of tons of food that are donated to help uh, kids and families in need, but you so rarely see the The needle actually move on more people being fed. And I just started to realize that massive problems like food insecurity and childhood hunger, need equally massive solutions. So even though I could help a lot of people by maybe, you know, starting Jack's Food Pantry um, a couple of years ago, but I realized that maybe by just connecting the people who are looking for help with the places that are offering it, I could do a lot more tangible good than I could if I just, you know, up my own shop. So I really wanted to even though I definitely didn't see myself as an entrepreneur from the get go, um, creating new things just to, you know, be better solutions than there were previously. I think that's really how we're going to make sure we do move the needle and have more kids fed across America.
0: That's fantastic thinking. Now, Jack, what is your superpower?
2: (laughs) Um, so I think it could be a gift and a curse, um, but as I've learned, um, just going above and beyond with sort of like extraordinary empathy, uh, because it's so it's it's just like stupid easy to stay in your own ways of you know being with being comfortable with what you know, with what you've already grown accustomed to, and just taking the extra step and the extra effort to think about wow, like I, you know, if you're a student watching this, or just someone um, in wherever your walk of life may be, thinking about how, you know, difficult, and you only see, you know, the surface of people's successes, or just their day-to-day lives, a lot of the struggles that people go through, and I know it's really tough to reach out to them uh, face-to-face, but just even being more conscientious of the very real struggles that not only face the less fortunate of, um, the population of America, but, you know, just trying to, um, just be a little nicer, uh, every day. I know it's a really sort of cliche to say that, but, um, just thinking a little bit about how you can help others, you know, asking how I can help is a really powerful tool. Um, so that is something I'm glad that, I've sort of picked up as a skill to be more mindful of it and try to actually put it into action.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Well, Jack, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. Before you go, tell people how they can learn more about the app, download the app, find the app, uh, find the website, uh, and connect with you personally.
2: Gotcha. Yeah, so you know, thanks again, Devin, so much for having me. Uh, to all the people watching, I'd absolutely say that uh it's almost a guarantee that someone you know or someone uh you know a friend of a friend is it can be really surprising once you dig into the actual who uh of actually who is food insecure. So it's not just you know people on the streets. So if you chances are you might have an opportunity to where food finder might be helpful, uh you can just go to foodfinder.us uh for the website. Uh, download the app at food finder uh, fighting hunger on the app store and on Google play. And you can just reach me uh, uh, wherever um, you can look me up on Facebook or LinkedIn. Uh, my, just my, uh, university email address is jackmg at umich.edu um so you know just absolutely give me a shout if you have any recommendations if you if you run a food pantry that isn't on food finder would like to be included should get a lot of those Uh, we're always more than happy to you know make sure we cover as much as we can of free food resources across the country so um however you think you can help or you think you can sort of join in the fight uh we'd love to have you so thank you again so much
0: Thank you, Jack. We're thrilled to have you, and uh appreciate uh, your taking the time today, and we wish you every success in growing uh, your app and helping more people find the food they need.
2: Thank you so much. Truly grateful.
0: righty, right. Let's do some good.
1: Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts On Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Thorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devin hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur, or other change maker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devin is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for, and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor, who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.